Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing Invisible. Today, I am joined by one of the most colorful characters in the United States of God Bless America, Tom Reba. Tom, very warm welcome, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you having me here, Tom. Where are you hanging out, man? I live in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. It's got yeah. Someone in Colorado. It's a popular place. For those of you who don't know Tom, I hope that you've picked up the little clue that he's an amazing brander. I mean, just... <laughs> For those of you listening to the podcast, you're not going to see, but he's got grit, persistence, hustle behind him, the contractor fight. His T-shirt is color-coded with his background. He is the real deal. He's also the creator of the Contractor Fight, a movement of home improvement contractors who are taking back control of their businesses and fattening their wallets. Love it, love it, love it. So here's the deal, guys. I don't know if you're a home improvement contractor or not. Some of you will be, some of you won't but you will get gold nuggets from this. So I recommend you listen up and learn. Sit at the feet of a master. Tom Reber is the master. He's going to share with us in seven minutes how to grow your contracting business in a downturn. Tom, our time starts now. So question number one is who is your ideal client? Well, so our ideal client is the already successful home improvement contractor, the guy or the girl, that person who they know they have another gear. They've proven they can make some money. They can sell some jobs. They can get the phone to ring, but they just can't seem to get to that next level, whatever that next level means for them. And that might bring us to question number two is what's the problem you solve for them? Have they hit a ceiling? What's, what's going on where they're going, dang, this yeah, isn't good enough. Yeah. Well, contrary to, to popular belief, the average home improvement contractor in the United States only makes about 55 to 60 grand a year. Wow, and, for all that work? And, and, yeah. And so with all the risk they take and this and that, most of them, like, you know, most entrepreneurs, you're good at the craft, right? You know the thing, yeah. but nobody ever taught you how to run a business, how to lead people, how to sell, uh, what it yeah. means to really know your numbers, marketing and all those things. And so that's, that's really the big problem. So at the end of the day, Tom, these guys are, uh, they're broke. They've worked 10, 20 years in a career that they have nothing to show for it. They're overworked. And they have a lot of lack of just respect for even themselves because they feel ashamed wow. of what they've built. Wow. That makes sense. So that leads us. Yes, it does indeed. It leads us beautifully to question number three, five and a half minutes left. You talked about the guilt and maybe a drop mm -hmm. in self-esteem and so on, working their butts off and just paying yeah. the groceries basically. What are some of the other typical symptoms that your clients have experienced before they find your solution. What's going on in their lives and their businesses? You know, it's feast or famine. You know, the phone's ringing 40 times a day or it's not ringing at all. I've got crazy amount of work and I don't know how I'm going to do it all or I've got nothing on the calendar for the next, you know, three weeks. Yeah. So feast or famine, the hamster wheel where you just feel like I run and run and run and run, never get anywhere. And then I, I think a big indicator is uh, if your debt is increasing year after year, that's something we also see a lot is that- Big you know, yeah, it's a huge symptom that if you haven't figured out how to be profitable and you're digging into your own wallet and your personal money, right. that's a big problem. Yep. Yep. And so the question number four, four and a half minutes left, you know, people aren't stupid. They're smart and, and they know that there's a problem and they're going to try and solve the problem, but they're going to make mistakes. They're going to maybe try some of the, the wrong things. So what I'm interested in with this one is what are some of the common mistakes that your clients tell you they've made before they find the contract to fight. Well, they try to outwork the problem. They just think putting in more hours, more time, taking on more projects, more clients, more jobs. That's a big mistake people make. They also, right. they try to do it all instead of what we say, hit one nail in at a time. 
you know, if I'm a carpenter and I'm, I'm tapping a nail in over here and one in over here at the end of the day, if I never finished a nail, I got all these half set nails, I've accomplished nothing. Exactly. And so that's a big thing. Another big mistake we touched on earlier is they don't develop their sales and marketing skills. It's truly, those are things that you can be, you can learn, you can grow in just like learning guitar or anything else. And the other big mistake is they continue to focus on the craft. And I always tell people, the minute you open your business as a contractor, contracting company, you take off the craftsman hat. That's still important, but your number one hat has to be business owner, marketer, salesperson. Yeah. 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 Who happens to have a craft? Right. Thank you, sir. Question number three, uh, sorry, question of three minutes left, I should say. And, and question number five, what's one valuable free action? It's the top tip that someone listening to, whether they work with you or not, they can take this and it's, it's not going to give them the whole solution, but it's going to take them a step in the right direction. So this is the game changer. Seriously, like we've seen this happen with thousands of people over the years. Mm. If you simply figure out exactly what it's going to cost you to produce the job, so say labor is going to be 300 bucks, materials going to be 100 bucks, it's 400 bucks, at least double it and sell it there so that you'll have, after you produce the work, you have what we call a 50% gross profit. If you do that, that's the fastest way out of the financial gutter, fastest way to pay off debt, because what happens is you end up doing more work or less projects, but you have more profit. Yes. And when you have a higher margin on that stuff, you're able to add more value to your clients, create a better experience. And then in turn, they refer you to people that are like them that respect and value those things. Sounds like, therefore, you just stop pricing on the lowest possible price and you start actually making some money and frees up your time yes. if it's a smile on your dial. And you're going to help folks with that, I believe. We've got two minutes left. Question number six, one valuable free resource that we can direct people to. Yeah, well, we have a real simple worksheet that people can download for free if they go to the contractorfight.com forward slash 5050. And it just kind of walks you through how to figure out what to charge for your work to get that 50% gross profit. And, you know, that, again, that's, that's a game changer there because most, most contractors undervalue themselves. And one of the biggest killers from mistakes we could have touched on earlier, I'll just throw in here real quick, is that they're paying attention to the going rate. They're paying attention what the TV shows and the magazines are telling you you should be charging. And what uh, that's any business, right? Like the yeah, going rate is sure. the fastest way to go broke if you're doing that. Because 90% of business owners don't know their numbers. You know, so going with the going rate is going to make you broke. I used to say to people, you know, if you price on the growing rate, first of all, a lot of those people don't know their numbers and they're going broke. And if you mm-hmm. price it, as you compete with them, you'll go broke too. Or they're much bigger than you and they've got economies of scale and you can't compete either way. You've got to base it on gross profit. So go to thecontractorfight.com forward slash 5050. One minute left, sir. Tom, question number seven is, what's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? And the answer, please. That's a good one. I'd say, why do I do this? You know, why do I do this? this? And And it really comes down to the fact that my mission with a contractor fight in our company is to bring respect and dignity back to the trades. For years, decades, People have been telling us, if you don't go to college, you're a loser. You know, the trades are a good fallback option and stuff like that. So everything we do here, we offer more free content than anyone in the world when it comes to helping people's contracting business. And we just tell people everything you need is there to help you implement. If you want to move faster, then join one of our programs and pay us and we'll help you move faster. That's really it. But it's about leveling up, bringing that dignity and respect back to the the trades as a whole. Love it. Tom Rebus, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. 
Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.